Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the House of Commons show. We got all the mandem in the house. Shout out to the homie Chase that couldn't be with us tonight. We love you, bro. Um, yeah, tonight we're excited because we got a lot of things to talk about. And so, uh, but before we do, we want to make sure that you check us out on all of our social feeds. We got Twitter, we got Facebook, we got Instagram, and of course, you can find us on YouTube. And uh, and if you're into podcasts, you can definitely find us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Be sure to leave us that five-star review so we can get our listens up. And on YouTube, if you want to drop a like and a comment, we would love for you to join us in the conversation. So... Boys, we're talking tonight about racism again, and uh, I know that we have been all, um, you know, very, very prominent about anti-black racism, but it seems as though right now uh, there's just been this heightened, this heightened level of racism toward Asians, and we want to speak to that tonight because we've been very vocal, you know, as, 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 as black men, as 10 black men on this show, minus one tonight, we, we, we've been very vocal about racism toward us. And so tonight we want to weigh in on, on racism toward Asians. So I want to ask you guys, what is your stance on racism toward Asians? What have you guys been reading and seeing and stuff? And, and how can we relate as black people as well as what are maybe some of the tensions uh, that are going on? I'm going to throw it to you guys. Bart, you're going to lead us off. Go for it, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what? Like, there's a lot of stuff going on right now inside the world with, with, you know, this past year that we've had with especially, especially uh, racism towards African-Americans in, in America, in, around the world. And it's brought this underbelly situation up to the surface. And um, I, I'm not going to say, you know, it's a good thing, but it is a good thing. You know what I mean? Because we also are surfacing these other uh, tensions that have been always there, but maybe buried a little bit deep and have not risen up to the surface to have these meaningful conversations. You know, Asian hate is is for real, um, and there's a lot of I don't know. I feel like the, I feel like the media does not want to necessarily give this the attention that it deserves, and there's a, a specific backlash that's happening because of that. And I think, you know, we've got to do a better job of having hard conversations. Um, that's the one thing that I've noticed. We, as a society, as media, we're not holding these organizations or people accountable. And, and you know, like, just to backtrack a little bit, um, there was a situation where eight women were 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 shot and killed in uh, uh, in the United States um, by somebody who just had this issue. And I know this is not the issue that we're talking about specifically, but this is where this conversation is coming from. And we have to be able to have these tough conversations when they arrive. We have to be we have to have a system in place, whether it's roundtables, town halls, holding the media to account, inviting people into spaces to have conversations is very reminiscent to how a lot of us as black men felt a year ago, literally to almost to a T, when we were talking about Mount Arbery. Um, where Asian people are not in the right space. We're not elevating them. And I feel as black people, uh, we got to stand with these people. Where, wherever there's injustice, wherever 
there is hatred, wherever there is something like this that's going on, we need to say, hey, we recognize you, we see you, we elevate you, we want you to also speak on these platforms the same way that we kind of um, took to the streets and we kind of took the airwaves for our own uh, voice. Also had to do, uh, we also have to be willing to invite people into a space like that as well and elevate those voices and bring attention where it's, I know we're going to talk further about more topics about this, but that's my initial take. Yeah. Yeah. And thanks. And, and for, for those of you guys who are watching, who may not be, um, you know, in the know of what's happening, um, there has just been a significant rise of anti-Asian hate or, or sorry, of, of Asian hate, sorry, going around. Um, and this has, this has been prominent since the beginning of the coronavirus, uh, as though people think that there is a direct correlation between like the Asian people as large and, and the reason why we have this virus here. And we just know that um, that there's some very high levels of people in high levels of power who have been making comments that are just straight up inappropriate that have actually given, you know, catalyzed a whole group of people uh, uh, to, to begin hating on Asians. And this isn't just an American problem. Uh, we're seeing this all over uh, North America. We see this in Vancouver a lot. There's stories of, of elderly uh, Asian people being being just, you know, pushed down or trampled or beaten up or whatnot. And it's just, it's, it's boiling over to the point now where there's protests and things going on. A lot of like what we saw, maybe on a smaller scale, but a lot of like what we saw with the Black Lives Matter stuff when, uh, you know, when Ahmaud Arbery and George, George Floyd uh, were murdered. Uh, we're starting to see that stuff kind of rise up. So I'm gonna toss it to you, Steph. If you wanna, you wanna give your take. Yeah, no, I think um, everything you said was pretty much what I was gonna say. We and the thing is that we, like, I know that it's bubbling up to the surface now, but it's been going on for a while, mm. and and I don't know if if it's gotten the right attention, especially here in Canada, uh, just because you know we've had other other things sort of bubbling up uh, with regards to race and how we treat different different uh different minorities and you're spot on i think that uh, especially because of the pandemic there has been just a crazy rise and uh, a friend of mine worked in markville mall which is uh in a predominantly asian area and when the 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 coronavirus first started to to spread we had uh the person holding office in the united states uh, calling it the China virus and blaming yeah. people yeah. of eight, uh, from China for it. And a oh, lot of that, food. yeah, right? Like a lot of that was, and she would tell stories of how people would would look at, look at people of Asian descent, not even Chinese people, just Asian descent, just people who look like they're like mm -hmm. in the ignorance, just, hey, oh, you, you look Chinese, right? Like anybody that was any sort of Asian, uh, people would just, you know, they'd walk far away from them or walk around them or, you know, look at them a different way. And, you know, this, this sort of racism and, and just sort of total um, asinine behavior um, by people because one person blamed it, blamed a, a, uh, the virus on, on China. And we've seen this increase over the last year. And I think that now, sadly, now the attention is starting to be, is it's getting the attention that it should have been getting a, a year ago. And so it's, I think it's upon us, Bart was right, I think it's on us as, as black people to, to come alongside and be like, hey, we're here, we're going to stand with you, we're going to stand in that, that gap, we're going to, we're going to fight with you, fight alongside you, we're, put our, our arms around you right like i think it's only 
we've experienced it and it's gotten the high pro it's gotten a lot more attention and so now like now sadly it's time for for asian people to to get that time in the spotlight and i hate saying that but that's really what it is yeah i i think we need to just come to the realization that hate is hate and hate is wrong and it doesn't matter who you're hating on it's it's evil it's not it shouldn't be a part of our love language because it's not a love language it's you're 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 killing people you're discriminating against people and so we've got to look at this and say okay as black people we empathize with you we understand what you're going through we understand what you, what you're what's taking place but what we've also seen in the last little bit um, as well as the encouragement on one side is we've also seen some black people say why should i even support them because mm. they've been racist towards us yeah. even asian people have been you know racist towards us and and we all here have had stories of just different things where have taken place with asian people but that's not the point the point is people are getting hurt people yeah. are getting discriminated against and so you know turn the other cheek you know what it's been, what it's like to go through that, and we don't want other people going through that. We want people to have equality. We want people to have love, respect, and honor for all. Yeah, that's. I'm glad you brought that point up, Jonesy. I know that we kind of talked about it a little bit in text messaging over the last little bit. Um, now is not the time to to stay offended, right? You know, mm. as as black men, we have walked into convenience stores and have had issues. Um, we have been traded in different spaces differently. Um, and I know like on Twitter, you see a lot of it just jump back on there. NBC put out this tweet that, that I shared with you guys and they ended up deleting it because they got so much flack for um, this notion that, um, hey, black people, you went through this a year ago, so you'll be great allies uh, to the Asian plight. And you're like, Okay, and and even just to see some of the angst, not so much here in Canada, but definitely in the states, which brings up my point on what that looks like here in Canada, and what I remember learning about in terms of how the Chinese and Japanese were treated as they came over and helped really build this country. Um, yeah. I wouldn't say help, uh, especially when we talk about the railroad. They definitely didn't help build that. They were okay, forced but, to do that, man. Yeah. And yes, they were forced to do so, yeah. but their labor helped advance the country. <laughs> in, in the same way that we would say, you know, black people brought over on slave ships didn't help build this country, but it was built on the backs of them. So yeah. they helped, right? So we can get into semantic stuff while you're not showing your face, or we can just state the fact that <laughs> there is a history here that we have been able to be introduced to. I remember learning about that as a student. And what I felt a little bit of shame for and had to work my way out of is we treated it just kind of, I treated Asian history in Canada in the same way that I treat black history in Canada, except I never wanted to advance the conversation more, right? It's kind of like, here's a footnote in the nation and we're moving on, right? I think some of that is that we live in Ontario um, and 
it's a melting pot. There, there, there are issues, but there's people from everywhere, and we kind of just enjoy the best of what everyone has to offer here. Um, but after living out west for a little bit, I definitely saw some of the the angst and some of the frustration and some of the tensions um, that some of my Asian friends have communicated about, and I got to witness it. and And, and they were able to have conversations with me that felt familiar. Like, well, how do you experience racism? Because that's how I've experienced it, but I can't jump on your bandwagon. And and now is not the time for us to jump on their bandwagon, although we do empathize. And we do have to have the conversations. And for a lot of us, we have found strength in the last year. Last year at this time, we couldn't have these conversations with anyone else except for ourselves, mm. right? And in this year, we've grown in strength. We've grown in our alliances. There have been tons of advocates, tons of education. And I feel really hopeful for the issue that we see right now because people have learned how to educate themselves. And more than that, I think that we've found a, a better journalistic integrity in some of the things that we use to equip ourselves. Um, and so it's time to stand up. It's to We have to rise against injustice. I think we've learned that it's more than just posting about it on social media, although we have seen the wave again that this is an important thing. And now we have to re-up, ante up, level up, and help humanity come to this place where we don't have to suffer these injustices um, because we're ignorant to them. Yeah, I think it's crazy. Like, when you... When you look at where we were a year ago, and I think this is like my biggest gripe with how we as black people were fighting a lot of the racism was that we were like, yeah, we're going to shine light on this situation. We're going to emphasize what's happening. But as soon as other races or other ethnicities sometimes came and stood beside us, we were like, whoa, 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 like settle down this is not your fight and mm. i think where all of this I feel attacked asian <laughs> is is coming from and where we as people can grow now is saying okay we brought it just like you guys said we brought it to one level of addressing it but i think we need to jump the next level in saying okay we we want to partner with people we want to be together with people so it's not about oh but i felt racist for, or racism from you guys it, it's okay cool you want to be an ally with us to fight against something let's go let's push forward because if we were to look at that thought and i know it's it's very different and interesting when we look at the whole um, Asian, black versus racism and stuff like that, where we go, whoa, 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 we kind of, and I'm not trying to speak for everyone, but we're, we're like, oh, we kind of don't want you to stand beside us because we've actually felt racism from you. But it's interesting how those same people and us as a collective will now want white people to stand beside us and fight for equality with black people but aren't we the same ones feeling the racism from white people and it's it's just going back to that idea of we seem to be picking and choosing who our allies are and the moment someone that is um a little bit racist to us or may show some racist tendencies towards us we go oh i actually don't want you on my side because you were 
once racist or had racist thoughts like it, it just seems like that notion or that um identity of like uh maybe this is your time to suffer in your fight like not saying that we all think like that but that seems to be the um message that unfortunately comes out when we have these um you fight your battle i fight my battle kind of things yeah, yeah I, sorry reem go ahead no you can go go ahead husky i was just gonna say like i i think that you know, this is very noble, what we're talking about. And by no means do I perpetuate racism. You know what I mean? Like, I do not want to be someone who perpetuates racism. However, what you're about to? No. 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 But, however. <laughs> however. <laughs> but that sounds like I'm not racist. Let, let me but. finish. Sounds like that Kanye West. I, slavery was the best some, thing that happened to us. Some, some of my guys, best friends are. Guys, I have Asian friends. <laughs> Yo, I love so, I love Wu-Tang. Reckless. Why? Why? No, 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 no. For real. Like, like, hear me out on this. Hear me out on this. What do we tell because we've seen videos and we've all had these experiences. We've seen videos of, of black people being denied entry into stores. And these are not videos from, or being denied service. My entire or, high school life. Man. I was about yeah, to say, I don't need saying, a video. Like, I live no, that. Listen, but what I'm saying though, is that, is that this isn't, this isn't ancient history. What we're seeing is like, this is, this, these are recent videos. You know what I mean? Like this right. is, this is ongoing perpetuation. And so like, what do we tell? Harwood and Russell in 7-Eleven. Like how? <laughs> Yo, he had some PTSD. I'm like, sorry. He had some PTSD. Like gang affiliation? Oh, about it. He had to, <laughs> he had to verbalize what he was finish. thinking. Yeah, <laughs> Adam, sorry, Husky. Sorry, Husky. Go ahead. I just, I just wonder, Steve, like, I apologize, man. I just wonder, like, how how difficult is this conversation outside of this this room? Because we we have this mindset of you know of of wanting to do right by other people and. Um, and we definitely, you know, support, you know, uh, uh, like like our, our our own race, and and so when we see this kind of stuff happening to others, we those same kinds of feelings well up within us. But what about the tons of people who have, you know, being being oppressed, and then uh, being oppressed by by Asians, and then the other flip the flip side of this is, I wonder how much like how difficult will it be for people to get on this train because of of in a lot of ways where Asians maybe find themselves in Western society. So for instance, like the, 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 like Filipinos dominate a lot of the service industry. You know what I mean? Like there's a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, you know, um, of Asians who have taken up roles in, in our society uh, that aren't viewed so, like socially as prominent roles. And so therefore there's the tendency for people to look down on them. And this is, this is one thing that as, as I started to dig into this, it's more than, you know, we have that systemic mindset of like, uh, uh, there's people who have that systemic mindset of like, they're actually substat, they're actually less than us. And that's not true at all. I don't, I want to make that very clue that like clear that like, I, I don't support that at all. Um, Thank you, because I was going to say you better put some respect on those nurse on on those on those. Yeah, you better put some bro. respect on my wife's people, bro. One hundred percent, one one hundred percent. I put putting respect on, but I'm trying to I'm trying to allow us to see outside of this this conversation of like, yeah, we need to do good and blah blah blah. Like, how difficult is this conversation outside of this room? I uh, I just I just think that um more than anything it's it's there's a lot of similarities from just the plight that we've gone through and i think when we when we've talked about how do we you know move move from this one of the number one things we've talked about is sure 
is ed- is educating one another. I think right now there's a, is an opportunity for us to be be able to have a commonality to be able to have these conversations with people from these different uh, like of Asian descent who maybe if maybe they were in line with supporting us and maybe they weren't, but now they're going through a similar struggle where we can now have the opportunity to have these conversations about what they've gone through and, or what they're going through currently. And I just think right. that it gives us the opportunity to be able to, you know use this as a, as a way to even bridge, you know, the conflicts that we've had in the past uh, amongst those of Asian descent and now going speaking towards what you were saying in regards to like um, maybe people looking down on, 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 on these individuals because of the positions that they've been in. I don't know if I can fully go there. So yeah, there's the Filipinos that are dominate, you know, the service industry, but then there's a lot of Asians that are in the corporate wor- world and the corporate For ladder sure. from different. Sure. So it, I, I can't, I can't, yeah. I don't know if I can subscribe to like the whole idea that they're, they're, there's a lot beneath, there's some beneath and there's a lot above. So just forget that. Let's just eliminate that and just say, wherever you are, we know that you're going through different things that you're facing right now. We've gone yeah. through things and maybe you didn't really understand what we've gone through and maybe we haven't understand. So let's just talk this out and try to get a better knowledge of what we're facing and get into a place where um, hopefully we can bridge the gap that we've had over these years through the through our relationships and just in general as a community i know this may sound very you know kumbaya-ish but this maybe may be an opportunity to bring the us as people within north america specifically or canada specifically to a better place where we have unity amongst one another yeah. because of what's going on yeah and i agree Reem. i it's just that i guess what i'm trying to say is in in some ways especially in north america asians i don't think have the kind of societal clout that black people do in north america Right. And what I'm saying this is is what I'm saying is understand this. It's not a matter of higher or lower. It's just a matter that like, you know, we have uh, professional athletes, movie stars, all these kinds of things are like we've got we've got black people in a lot of these places where 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 we can look and and, you know, we like Michael Jordan. You know what I mean? Like there's so many different people that we can look in and like, that's cool. That's incredible. Hip hop music. There's you know what I mean? There's all this swag with black people and all these kinds of things. However, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if Asians have the the same kind of societal clout. And I wonder how much, like, like how easy is it for people to get on board with black people? Because they're like, yeah, black people are cool. They go, they gave us this, 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 versus, and this is only in North America. Um, versus, <laughs> yeah. It, but however, like, you know, I, I wonder how many people are, are, you know, how easy will it be for people to get on board with that? That's kind of like where I reached attention of like, oh man, like in some ways we've had a, a way paved, you know what I mean? Because culturally there's this, there's this, there's this coolness about black people that have, that has been carved over years that I just don't know if Asians have the same thing. And maybe I'm ignorant, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I'll, I'll accept ignorance, but I just, I just don't see the same thing. Um, yeah. One thing that uh, I would say in response uh, to you, uh, Adam, the challenge I would say for uh, the Asian community is the diversity. Um, it's the same way that amongst uh, the black culture, uh, there is that diversity that makes someone that is Guyanese different from someone that is Jamaican or someone that is Haitian or someone uh, that is uh, from uh, Nigeria. Uh, what ends up happening is uh, for I would say for better or for worse, um, 
in a sense, especially within the North American society, we've uh, learned to be able. Uh, <laughs> uh, we've been we've uh, learned to be able to coexist because uh, we've had to, uh, and we've really begun to embrace uh, the diversity that is there amongst all of us. Uh, it's I use the example of, I'm thinking of when Bart was speaking and uh, speaking of Haitian food, and it's like, yo, it's like, I want to try me some Haitian patties now. Uh, and it's... But it's also then when you do it on the flip side, yes, there is the appreciation within uh, the Asian community for uh, Japanese food and for Korean food um, and also uh, for Filipino food and everything else. But within their culture, there's so many other nuances and so much tension that is in play. So then when we... Uh, just using a corporate universal, we approached them and be like, hey, we want to stand with you. Uh, it's like, who are you standing with? Are you spent? Are you standing with uh, uh, the Koreans or the Japanese or uh, the Chinese or uh, those from Hong Kong? Uh, and it's like you start to get into that that mix and that mess in the midst of it. And it Truthfully, is hard because uh, though someone may be Chinese, if they are from Hong Kong, uh, they will be different in their approach to a lot of things versus someone uh, that is from mainland China. Uh, and then it's also the tension that exists um, with uh, North and South Korea, uh, and then also uh, the tension that uh, exists between uh, Japan and Korea as well. Uh, and I think the challenge for, for all of us is to be able to find a way of uh, how, we can, how we can actually uh, approach them uh, and do it in a way that we're able to affirm their uniqueness um, versus um, everything else. Yeah, <clears throat> I think I think uh, I think Tim had some some pretty good points, and I definitely see that there is you know obviously that their culture is not monolithic. You know, all these different countries, whether it be you know South Korea, North Korea, China, Taiwan, Thailand, etc. But I also, you know, just thinking about some of the issues that our people have had, and and for instance, if. We, we've all heard, we've all heard of just the old phrase of you know crabs at the bottom of a barrel and sometimes I think when we look at minorities when we look at blacks when we look at Latinos when we look at Asians South Asians and and when we see all these people all together trying to get to a certain place where you know where many of our Europeans are at and I think sometimes that there's that conflict like as you guys are saying some of the conflicts that you had going to stories even me I remember going is after church going to stores and okay and sometimes you know some Asians didn't treat us right but you know now I have many of Asian friends older more mature and able to connect with so many different people but I think that's the issue and even I was seeing what some people that I know from the states some black people saying well I can't get with this movement because of all the frustration that we had going back in the states like okay they they dissed me in the store they didn't treat me right and and that's sad and so I think this is where you know certain people have to be more mature and 
you know, for both, uh, for both, you know, races just to kind of come together and say, okay, this is bad, whether it be Asian or whether it be black, and let's move on and let's see if we can sympathize and both help each other all going forward. Yeah, I think that um, there are enough leaders in the culture um, that are dominated by African-Americans, mainly most sports in terms of the big four. And then um, through hip hop, through, through popular culture that have for decades, not just given assent to um, Asian influences, but have actually paid a lot of homage and beyond uh, appropriating or just even uh, solely benefit and leeching off of what Asian cultures have had to offer um, our experience. I think that there's enough um, cachet, enough cultural currency, enough influence globally um, that a lot of these mainstream people who happen to be black can help change that narrative. I don't think that it's going to be nine guys having a conversation on a podcast in Ontario that's going to have to, you know, push the meter. I actually think that very prominent voices um, are going to speak up if they haven't already. Um, I even just think of, uh, and in jest, I threw it out earlier, but you, you think of the Wu-Tang Clan and, and you think of its influence globally and how much respect and how much honor um, and how they've still continued. And we're pushing almost three decades that they've been appreciating and pushing mm-hmm. forward, regardless of how they were treated uh in the convenience stores regardless of some of those things that you know some of the american people have said they've experienced that we have experienced i I actually just think that um as a global unit there's just been so much awareness and there's so much influence that that i don't think this is going to be a problem going forward of how to not support and how to not care um for those that don't look like us but um are finally speaking up about the experiences that they have that actually look like ours. Well, I think, I think, um, I think people outside of this group, um, will, I think they will be a little less sympathetic because of what they've experienced. Um, I just, I don't know how well it'll go over. And I think that there, there's been a couple, there's a couple of reasons. One, because of their experience. That's one, two, uh, I, I feel like, some people, black people, uh, see that um, Asian people have a tendency to um, to to embrace the culture a little too much, and, and they feel offended by that. Here's what here's what I mean by that. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, um, Kenyon Martin <laughs> he saw Jeremy Lin with uh, with dreads. Facts. And and he and he spoke out and said, "Why do you have that, man? Your last name is Lin, right? Like, he, like he was getting mad." And Jeremy Lin responded with, "I I love the fact that you you have uh, Asian writing uh, on your arms as tattoos, right? Like, oh, I remember this now. Yeah, right? like yeah, I remember I, this. Now. I feel like a lot of people will have that same mentality that Kenyon Martin has, and it's no offense to Kenyon, uh, a little bit of offense. Kenyon, well, to say, that's a hundred hundred percent offense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no offense, Kenyon. But I wonder how much of that it, it plays out in other people, and I think, and I think the number would probably be a little bit higher. I think there are a lot of people who see that and think, "Oh, uh, 
oh, okay, this person just just wants to be black, and they're gonna they're gonna do that. And we see that, you know, in our culture, in North America, we see that, you know, and not just picking on Asian. Everybody wants to be, you know, what I mean, everybody, ah, we, you know, what I mean, you, we've said it already. We're black people. We're we're pretty much. Uh, I don't think everybody wants to be um, black. No. <laughs> well, I mean, they want the the benefits. Of, anyway. Uh, the benefits of a culture, <laughs> the culture, the culture. <laughs> okay. Wow, reckless. Whoa, you elaborate past your bedtime. <laughs> Could you Yo. please elaborate on Let the me... benefits no, of our culture? Don't, do not elaborate. You don't want me, no. don't want me to <laughs> not elaborate no? on what okay. you were Stay talking up. about. Uh, yeah, so I just think that there's let's just chalk it up to black blessing. So I don't think to answer your question, Adam, I don't think people will, will, I don't think people will be as sympathetic to it. I could be wrong, but mm, I just, based on experiences and what people have said and how people talk. And then let's think about one other aspect is when we talk about, and this might be kind of crazy, but you look at the black hair store, right? You listen to how people talk about the black hair stores and understand who, who, who is owning the black hair stores and who's profiting off of the black community, especially like the black hair store. I I used to go to in Pickering. It wasn't owned by black people. It was owned, it was owned by Asian people. And I, and I've heard people say negative things about that, that it's just being used to profit off of us. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I've known a number of black businesses who have attempted, yeah, yeah. attempted, who have not been supported by black people. So let's not. That's a whole other that, conversation. Yeah, yeah, but that's, 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 that's not different. Different. That's not that, doesn't, that, doesn't that doesn't discredit. That doesn't discredit no, no. what Stefan just no. said. No, no, that's what he just said is right. But but uh, both are right. But it's yeah, a different conversation. It's a different. Yeah. It's yes. a different thing, right? Like <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like we, and there's a lot of. I wouldn't say hate, but there's not a lot of love for for the profiteering, profiting off of black people and off of blacks, uh, black uh, black hair supplies and things like that. So I think that all of that, I think, leads to the fact that there won't be that. I think there won't be a lot of people sympathetic to to this. I could be wrong, now, but that's just what I'm thinking. Seeing now, okay, now, can, can we yeah, can exactly. we throw this? Exactly. Hold on, hold on. Could it be that just culturally, there's a way that they interact? that certain Asian cultures interact with each other and with the audience of their lives that seems a little cold and a little offish than what we're typically used to interacting with others towards. You see what I'm saying? Like sometimes in those spaces, no, explain it, please. You're rest- yeah. Like sometimes, um, you expect somebody to treat you a certain way. Um, how do you say that? Uh, us, there's I'm different social too. norms. No, no, no. I, I think yeah. I know what Calvin's yeah, like, saying. Like it's, etiquette. Yeah. Like, like yeah. There's, there's certain etiquettes sure. that are different. So, so like you, there's a there's this expectation, and it doesn't come off as warmer. It comes off as cold, um, and it's it seems to be very similar uh, everywhere you go. So, and so, could that just be a cultural nuance and not? Are you talking like when you go offense. to a restaurant and like a, like a, let's say an Asian restaurant like Vietnamese, and they're still talking to the person in the back as they serve you the food? 
That, I, no. That's every time that, I go to get yeah, curry that, goat. That, that's not what Cal. That's not what Cal's talking. What Cal's talking about is just generally how. So, and without without it being blanketed in terms of like with black culture, they talk about like we'll get together, we're, we're loud and we're exuberant and whatever. Whereas within the Asian culture, they may be a lot more reserved and put offish or more serious. And that what he's asking, if I, and correct me if I'm wrong, is is it that because of that culture comes off that way right. that 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 it may and, we may be perceived it in an incorrect fashion no. yeah because in my in my res- in my response to that would be i i hear where you're coming from but i both don't end? i it, would be, it could be both and but i think it would be mostly through conversations that i've had with people sure. that they're that it isn't it's more so that they're just not about our culture there's yeah, a lot there's a there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of friends that have been that have been uh asian friends that i've had who've said yeah i gotta be honest my like within my culture they're not really accepting of yeah and, right. and, and, now, and we i would even go we we've made the distinction though before that there's a difference between uh, a prejudice and there's and racism and right. so it could just be that we're not preferred or as appreciated for the business that we bring in but it's not an oppressive nature that we have seen racism be and i think that that's the where if we no. go back to the beginning of the conversation mm. i disagree the with what you're of you, you I, think I, that I, is oppressive i i, I do think yeah. a lot of it is oppressive a lot of the, the really? thinking and the mindset is oppressive in the past i'm saying hopefully okay. what's going on right now will bridge the gap of that and recognizing that you know we we all go through our struggles and somehow we're able to unite a little closer in terms of understanding one another through this um where stuff as like what you're saying in terms of the difference in in culture because it could be the other way around one of the reasons why they may look at us in a negative light is because of the way we we act in general and so well well, i also think in terms of the exposure to black people right like in terms of like how black people have been exposed to asians i i went to japan for a good month and they were telling us that like that um uh when you when you talk about western culture there's this huge move into northern japan of like mtv western culture and a lot of that stuff when it was introduced was was portraying that like yeah black is bad and white is good and so in in a lot of ways and i'm this goes beyond just what was happening through mtv culture but in terms of in a lot of asian countries you see these subcultures and these trends of skin bleaching or right. widening of eyes and all these things of like of, of an aspiration and i'm not blanket statementing this but the in terms yeah. Of like, in terms of like, white is good, but then the the, the adverse aspect is as is actually like black is bad, darker is worse. You know right. what I mean? And so right. when we when we're engaged with Asians and stuff, it's like you you represent all that's bad in who I'm trying to get away from versus the white. And so that what that sure. can translate that, into that, is into yeah, this, into yeah. the same in a restaurant where you're sitting down and and a, and a and a server may come to you and may and may act and may say to you like you may be very cold and very hard and you think that that's just your culture versus when they treat a white person it's almost as though like it's it's like their royalty so this is what i mean in terms of like i get what you're saying cal i understand those those subcultures and stuff but it's actually ingrained in in racism yeah but we would also agree that that we do that as a culture as well i will jump in though culture blended maybe you do that to one another to what you said adam a lot of (laughs) and i don't want people to come at you because a lot of the like skin bleaching and stuff like that in Asian countries, it really doesn't play too much in perception of black people in Western culture. It's more of 
the darker skinned people there are deemed as farmers, workers, right. lower, lower class lower because class, they're out in the class, sun, class, not right, necessarily too. the right. Western kind of kind of portrayal. Yeah. But back to like the question and stuff like that, I think unfortunately, I don't think a lot of people are going to see it because, um, yeah, it. I look at so we're 23 days out of February and Black History Month and stuff like that. And everybody wanted to post Martin Luther King quotes and everyone wanted to post an injustice anywhere is an injustice everywhere. And the problem I think we now have is limiting that quote and limiting a lot of what Martin Luther King Jr. did to just stop black oppression but that's actually not the case and when we take a step back and we look at that quote and we say hey an injustice anywhere is an injustice everywhere that includes asians that includes latinos that includes every single person and i think we just get and honestly i don't even think it's fully our fault when we look at this we just get so caught up in our own battles and using our own strength for our own battles and we get to a point where we're like dang like i don't have energy to fight your battle as well and i think we need to we need to push ourselves and it sucks but we need to push ourselves and be like okay like yeah we have our own battles but we need to fight other people's battles as well because that injustice there is an injustice everywhere and we just we need to get to that point of okay we may be or we may have been harmed we may have been hurt but i think and i'm going to use a church reference again hurt people hurt people right and once we once we understand that i think a lot of us can move forward but it's so it's so much easier said than done. We also have to remember that we are West Indian for the most part in Toronto, right? And so our cultural experiences with the Asian community are incredibly different. Like I remember going to the West Indian store, Nicey's, I don't know if sponsor us, Nicey's, um, and the guy who runs it, Asian guy. And I remember for the first time seeing somebody speak Patois without trying to speak patois he just was speaking and i was looking all around my brother and i were at the till looking around for like who just said that and he laughed at us and he's like yo you never seen a chinese jamaican before and you know that's my aunt right and it's just like out of one nation with many is kind of the mantra and so we've had a different experience than some of the cries that we're seeing out on twitter and on instagram from these urban centers in america who probably only see asian people um through Instagram. They haven't really run up into them until they go to the restaurants. And so to ask them to be a little bit more empathetic and sympathetic is a different conversation than our ability to go down the street and enjoy the cultural blending that we've all been able to experience for the most of our lives. Yeah. Yeah. It's very clear. You know, I think we just want to make a few things clear before we sign off on this is that like, you know, none of us are for, um, you know, are for the anti, uh, the anti-Asian hate that is going on. We want to make that explicitly clear, and that it's also still early in the conversation. So we would love to hear your thoughts, and uh, and to disagree with us in the comments. 
you know or to or to agree or whatnot we just want to hear from you guys to see what's going on because obviously this is early in the conversation and we're going to keep having this uh as this as this continues to to develop thank you so much this has been the house of Commons show we're signing off